Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Yesleta del Sur Pueblo versus Texas. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. Argued February 22nd, 2022 and decided June 15th, 2022. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can find a PayPal link in the show notes. This case represents the latest conflict between Texas gaming officials and the Isleta del Sur Pueblo Indian tribe. In 1968, Congress recognized the Isleta del Sur Pueblo as an Indian tribe and assigned its trust responsibilities for the tribe to Texas. In 1983, Texas renounced its trust responsibilities as inconsistent with the state's constitution. The state also expressed opposition to any new federal trust legislation that did not permit the state to apply its own gaming laws on tribal lands. Congress restored the tribe's federal trust status in 1987 when it adopted the Yisleta del Sur and Alabama and Cushishata Indian Tribes of Texas Restoration Act. The Restoration Act also prohibited, as a matter of federal law, all gaming activities which are prohibited by the laws of the state of Texas. Shortly thereafter, Congress adopted its own comprehensive Indian gaming legislation, the Indian Indian Gaming Regulatory Act, IGRA. IGRA established rules for separate classes of games. As relevant here, IGRA permitted tribes to offer so-called Class II games, like bingo, in states that permit such gaming for any purpose by any person organization, or entity to 25 U.S.C. Section 2710 B1 Cap A. IGRA allowed tribes to offer Class Three games like Blackjack and Baccarat, but only pursuant to negotiated tribal state compacts, Section 2703-8. Pursuant to IGRA, the tribe sought to negotiate a compact with Texas to offer Class Three games. Texas refused, arguing that the resolution uh, Restoration Act displaced IGRA and required the tribe to follow all of the state's gaming laws on tribal lands. In subsequent federal litigation, the district court held that Texas violated IGRA by failing to negotiate in good faith. The Fifth Circuit reversed, holding that the Restoration Act's directions superseded IGRA's and guaranteed that the entirety of Texas's gaming laws and regulations would operate as surrogate federal law on the tribe's reservation. That's uh, Yisleta 1. In 2016, the tribe began to offer bingo, including electronic bingo machines, on the view that IGRA treats bingo as a Class 2 game, for which no state permission is required, so long as the state permits the game to be played on some terms by some persons. The state then sought to shut down all of the tribe's bingo operations. Bound by Yasleta 1, the district court sided with Texas and enjoined the tribe's bingo operations, but the court stayed the injunction pending appeal. The Fifth Circuit reaffirmed reaffirmed Yasleta 1 and held that the tribe's bingo operations were impermissible because they did not conform to Texas's bingo regulations. The uh, Supreme Court held, decision below is vacated and remanded, and Justice Gorsuch delivered the opinion. The Restoration Act bans, as a matter of federal law on tribal lands, only those gaming activities also banned by Texas. 
Section 107 of the Restoration Act directly addresses gaming on the lands of the Yesleto del Ser Pueblo and provides in subsection A that gaming activities which are prohibited by Texas law are hereby prohibited on the reservation and on lands of the tribe. That's subsection B insists that the statute does not grant Texas civil or criminal regulatory jurisdiction with respect to matters covered by section 107. The state reads the act as effectively subjecting the tribe to the entire body of Texas gaming laws and regulations. The tribe, however, understands the act to bar it from offering only those gaming activities the state fully prohibits. And that if Texas merely regulates bingo, the tribe may also offer that game subject only to federal law, not state law, limitations. The language of Section 107, particularly its dichotomy between prohibition and regulation, presents Texas with a problem. Texas concedes that its laws do not forbid, prevent, effectively stop, or make impossible bingo operations in the state. Webster's Third International Dictionary, 1813, defining prohibit. Instead, the state admits that it allows the game according to rules that fix the time, place, and manner in which it may be conducted. Um, From this alone, Texas's bingo laws appear to fall on the regulatory rather than prohibitory side of the line. In response, Texas describes its law as prohibiting bingo unless the state regulations are followed and insists that it is merely seeking to do what subsection A allows. Texas's understanding of the word prohibit would risk turning the Restoration Act's terms into an indeterminate mess. In Texas's view, laws regulating gaming activities become laws prohibiting gaming activities, an interpretation that violates the rule against ascribing to one word a meaning so broad that it assumes the same meaning as another statutory term. That's uh, Gustafson versus Alloyd. Indeterminacy aside... The state's interpretation would leave subsection B, denying the state's regulatory jurisdiction, with no work to perform. As a result, Texas's interpretation also defies another canon of statutory construction. The rule that courts must normally seek to construe Congress's work so that effect is given to all provisions. That's uh, Corley versus United States. Seeking to give subsection B real work to perform, Texas submits that the provision serves to deny its state courts and gaming commission jurisdiction to punish violations of subsection A by sending such disputes to federal court instead. But that interpretation only serves to render subsection C, which grants federal courts exclusive jurisdiction over subsection A violations, a nullity. A full look at the statute's structure suggests that a set of simple and coherent commands Texas's competing interest. A full look at the statute structure suggests a set of simple and coherent commands. Texas's competing interpretation renders individual statutory terms duplicative and leaves whole provisions without work to perform. Important contextual clues resolve any remaining questions. Congress passed the Restoration Act six months after this court handed down its decision in California versus Cabazon Band of Mission Indians. There, the court interpreted Public Law 280, a statute Congress had adopted in 1953 to allow a handful of states to enforce some of their criminal laws on certain tribal lands. 
to mean that only prohibitory state gaming laws could be applied on the Indian lands in question, not state regulatory gaming laws. The Cabazon Court held that California's bingo laws, materially identical to Texas's laws here, fell on the regulatory side of the ledger. This court generally assumes that, when Congress enacts statutes, it is aware of this court's relevant precedents. See uh, Ryan versus Valencia Gonzalez. At the time, Congress adopted the Restoration Act. Cabazon was not a relevant precedent. It was the precedent. In Cabazon, immediate, Cabazon's immediate aftermath, Congress also adopted other laws governing tribal gaming that appeared to reference and employ in different ways Cabazon's distinction between prohibition and regulation. See, for example, Wampanoaga Tri- Tribal Council of Gay Head Incorporated Indian Claims Settlement Act of 1987, Section 9, um, and 101 Statute 709 to 710. None of this is to say that the tribe may offer gaming on whatever terms it wishes. The Restoration Act provides that a gaming activity prohibited by Texas law is also prohibited on tribal land as a matter of federal law. Other gaming activities are subject to tribal regulation and must conform to the terms and conditions set forth in federal law, including IGRA to the extent applicable. The state's remaining arguments are unavailing. One, Texas asked the court to focus on subsection A of the Restoration Act, which ends with the statement that the provisions of this subsection are enacted in accordance with the tribe's request in tribal resolution number TC-02-86. In that referenced resolution, the tribe announced its opposition to Texas's legislative efforts to have its gaming laws apply on tribal lands. At the same time, the tribe also announced its own intention to prohibit gaming on its reservation and authorized the acceptance of federal legislation prohibiting gaming on tribal lands. Texas claims that the reference to the tribal resolution suggests the Restoration Act should be read broadly to allow Texas to apply its gaming regulations on tribal lands. As an initial matter, subsection A does not purport to incorporate that resolution into federal law something Congress knows how to do when it wishes. See, for example, 25 U.S.C. Section 5396B. In addition, Texas's broad reading suffers from the same interpretive challenges already mentioned and defies Congress's apparent adoption of Cabazon's prohibitory regulatory distinction. Finally, on this court's interpretation of the Restoration Act, Congress did legislate in accordance with the tribe's resolution by expressly granting the tribal federal recognition and choosing not to apply Texas gaming regulations as surrogate federal law on tribal land. Texas appeals to public policy and argues that attempts to distinguish between prohibition and regulation are sure to prove unworkable. It is not, however, this court's place to question whether Congress adopted the wisest or most workable policy that the Restoration Act's prohibitory regulatory distinction can and will generate borderline cases hardly makes it unique among federal statutes. And courts have applied the same prohibitory regulatory framework for decades under Public Law 280. Moreover, Texas's alternative interpretation poses its own workability workability challenges as federal courts 
would be charged with enforcing the minutiae of state gaming regulations governing the conduct of permissible games. The decision below is vacated and remanded. Justice Gorsuch delivered the opinion of the court in which Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Barrett joined. Justice Roberts filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Thomas, Alito, and Kavanaugh joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can reach me at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S, like the truck driving roads, and the number 80. Uh, otherwise, find that PayPal link in the show notes and click